Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Star Spangled Eurovision. My name is Max, and I am here with my fantastic co-hosts, Alex and Bart. Yo, yo, yo. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, happy Women's History Month and upcoming International Women's Day to everybody. So, um, Bart, Max, what, what are you guys going to do to celebrate women? Um, currently, as this episode is dropping, I'm recovering from a hangover at World Pride in Sydney. Um, so I don't really know. I guess I'll text you when I get home or something, Alex. Um, <laughs> do you want me to like Venmo you five dollars? Am I am I your honorary woman? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> You're the only one we know. We don't talk to other women. And, and what what will you be doing, Max? Um, I am still in Malawi, so... Remember to thank a woman down there. Over there? To the side? It's a little down, is it? I don't know. It's, it's on the other side Latitude, of the equator, so... Yeah. yeah, you know. Just, just think. Thank like someone. Legally south. <laughs> <laughs> Buy some Hershey's Kishes and, and, and deal them out. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no, what's really important about this episode is that it is my favorite of the season because we talk about Denmark today, the best Eurovision country to ever participate in Eurovision. Entries are always on point, 100%. Um, We should win every year, but that honestly just makes it a little unfair to everyone else. So, you know, we we try to, to level it all out, but... Aren't you guys super excited? I feel like it's a holiday in and of itself. I was really excited because I thought you were about to say that it's Italy this week. And I was like, no, babe, that's next time. Happy Women's History Month. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, listen, I I like Italy, but we all know that I have to stand stand the homeland. Um, And yeah, I'm excited to do that. Now, I'm a little, you know, I haven't actually heard the song yet, so we'll see how I feel when I hear it. But I'm sure it is the greatest song and performance ever performed on the Eurovision stage because that's what it's like every single year, especially last year. I'm excited to see how bad it is and how Alex reacts to how bad it may or may (laughs) not be. Although, you know, we have that fun tradition of standing Denmark every year by the time we actually get to Eurovision. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if this year's any different. Come Denmark. Come Denmark. All right. Well, before we get to Denmark, we have several other entries for you this week that we will be going over. So we'll be talking about the Czech Republic, uh, Estonia, Latvia, sorry, Czechia, Estonia, Latvia, and we'll end with Denmark. Yes! Well, you know, someone has to be in last place, so let's see who these other contenders are. No, I was going to say Denmark. Someone has to be in last place, and it is probably Denmark. Um, (laughs) No! No, that's not fair. We haven't talked about the song yet. Anyway, uh, let's go over to Czechia, and speaking of Women's History Month, Czechia will be represented by a girl group called Vesna, and it's made up of members from various countries, actually. Um, some of them are Czech. Uh, there's one Bulgarian, one Russian. There might be other nationalities represented, and I don't fully remember. 
I do know the song is actually also they um, collaborated with a Ukrainian artist in order to, um, to write some of the lyrics there as well. The song is in multiple languages. So I'm excited. Let's take a listen. This is My Sister's Crown by Vesna. I get permission to start this one because I'm a woman. I'm really happy about that. <laughs> I love this. I think actually this might be my favorite so far. I really enjoyed this. Oh, yeah? It was really fun. Yeah. I thought that uh, I like kind of the, the spin on on the royalty and like the different ways that royalty have like been off in the past kind of thing. Um, the choreography was super interesting. Um, and the beat was, was popping. And yeah, I really liked it. <clears throat> Sorry, that wasn't super long or I just, I don't, I haven't read what, what all the lyrics were and stuff. So I can't like go in super deep, but I thought that it was very different and I'm definitely going to remember this and I want to listen to it in the car and just like bop away to it. Alex, it was really your job to like reflect on womanhood and like everything <laughs> in your review of this song, because that's why you're here. <laughs> No, I agree. I've just, I would say I'm very, like, intrigued. I, like, I don't know if I'm, like, going full, like, full in on the Vesna train yet, but, like, I really want to see it live. I thought the video is, like, really fascinating, just, like, very artistic, tastefully done, like, very interesting. Um, I think clearly they have, again, I mean, kind of falling in, like, the kind of tradition of, like, the Ukrainian folk and then Polyshe and a few other songs, I think, is really interesting, but again, that just, like, distinctive singing, I think the pan-Slavic thing is definitely pretty fascinating, and I think there's probably a lot to unpack in this that we should have prepared more for, Um, but we're here for hot <laughs> oh, no, I'm ready to unpack this. Me and Alex are here for hot takes, not fucking academic dissertations, so, like... Yeah, like... I mean, we, like, just kind of love kind of, like, the sapphic vibes to it, like, to, like, a hot little beat, and now Max is going to be like, it's actually about, you know, ethnic cleansing, and we're like, oh, cool, cool. Oh, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to unpack this. But first, I want to say I do agree with you guys. I think it's really intriguing. Um, I think it's definitely a very unique uh, entry, um, especially for the Czech Republic. Um, because, I mean, they've been giving us really interesting things in the last few years, but it's all been very, like, contemporary. Whereas I think this is, um, I don't know if it falls into something I would call contemporary. It's not not, you know, it's not, like, dated or anything, but I think it's not necessarily that kind of vibe. It's and giving I, whispers of the past <laughs> while being in the present. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, although that's not wrong, though, because, like, they do have those traditional elements, but it's, yeah. Um 
I think, yeah, the thing I kind of want to unpack, though, is because I think it, like, works on so many... There's, like, so many readings of this. Because, yeah, so firstly, it's, like, in four different languages. So it starts off being in Czech. Um, the um, Part of it's in English. The rap is in Bulgarian. And then the chorus is in Ukrainian. Um, which is interesting, too, because none of the members are Ukrainian. So they still, they actually effectively like, brought this in specifically. Um, so, like, I think on a surface level, it's just kind of like a, you know, female empowerment song. I think you go one level down with, like, all the Slavic languages that, it, you know, it's this kind of, like, pan-Slavic sisterhood, like, anthem. Um, I think if you go one further level of analysis, at least in my brain, the way I want to read this is that it's, like, all the different, like, sisters are the countries and that this is a song to Ukraine being like, you are a beautiful sister, you are brave and you are strong and you are unique and we're standing with you. And so to me, this is like a really subtle and somewhat subversive way of just being like, oh no, we're sending a song about standing with Ukraine. Okay, Max, I just feel like you're kind of mansplaining because isn't that what I said in my piece? <laughs> Remember it's women's, <laughs> it's women's sister. <laughs> So yeah, I feel like that's exactly what I was saying, like getting to the deep of it. Yeah. I, I don't know how to respond to that other than like, <laughs> uh, I'm the one who actually speaks a Slavic language here. So does that give me some credentials? No. Not not not, not in March. <laughs> Maybe you should have released this episode in a different month. This is all about me. Hashtag Leo vibes. Hashtag March. Hashtag woman. March is not a Leo is not Leo month. I know, but I have Leo energy. I'm leaning into it. Oh, now you're leaning into it because you never have before. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this went off course. <laughs> I don't know. I thought I had a very thorough reading of this song. But. You did, which is why I'm stealing your thorough reading, <laughs> because it sounded better than what Bart and I said, so I want to take it and claim it as my own. <laughs> I will say, I just, like, I was very intrigued, so I, like, did some research and, like, thought about it a lot, so. And then I was thinking about what you were saying, and I was like, that's really insightful, now it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Right. Any other thoughts on my sister's crown? Okay. <laughs> Moving on, just not letting me steal your ideas. This no. is rude. <laughs> Moving on to um, another woman. Uh, <laughs> wow. No, yeah, that's maybe not the best way to put it. But okay. Moving north to Estonia, the winner of Esti Lau uh, this year was Alika with Bridges. So let's take a listen. Get back on track, tearing down the walls, slowly every step. Now I see myself building up a world of bridges. You will find a way to begin again. No more time to waste, or to play pretend. Now I see myself building up a world of
I feel like this is, like, very perfectly passable. Like, the song is good. Like, it has a nice melody. Like, she looks nice. Like, everything. Like, the staging there's a crescendo. Like, she hits her notes. She has, like, a big note at the end. I'm like, am I, like, writing home about it? Like, not necessarily. But it's hard. Like, it also... It's, like, hard to, like, really criticize it. It's like, yeah, like, it could be better, but, like, there's definitely been worse. Um, I don't know. It's kind of one of those songs that's like, okay, I feel like it could go through because it's, like, a nice-sounding ballad. It could be left at the semifinals. Either way, like, I'm not really, I'm not really shedding tears. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I really like her voice. I think she's got a very beautiful voice, but um, actually, I... I will say, I think the staging is just bad. Like, I just, I really thought the staging was bad here. Like, they have, like, the weird, like, self-playing piano, and then for some reason, at some point, she sits at the piano and pretends to play, and, like, you just showed us that the piano is playing itself. Like, leave it as, like, it's a ghost, and that's part of the song, or, like, actually pretend to play the piano. Like, pick one. Uh, but also, like, the cam, like, I don't know if it was the camera work or the lighting, or, like, there's just like, a lot of things that weren't working and, like, not doing the song any favors. And just that like i don't know it was not compelling to me so the first time i saw this just the video of hers like of the performance i was like this is bad i hate it and then i like listened to it a couple times just like in headphones i'm like okay this is actually really pretty she's got a very beautiful voice and like it it builds and it's got you know a moment of catharsis like that big note but then live it just i i just don't like the way it's it's staged and she sounds great she's not doing anything wrong like she is a performer but there's like everything around her for me is just wrong. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I was also a little surprised because Estonia is always so fabulous with staging, you know, like they always have that little twist and it didn't really feel like there was a twist here, but her voice was very good. Um, I don't really know if I have anything else to add. I loved her dress. Um, like she looked great. And I thought that she herself had good stage presence, but with everything else going on, it just, didn't necessarily come through, but that could always change in time for Eurovision. But I agree. I'm like, it, it's a good ballot, um, but I'm not like overwhelmed by it. Yeah. I think, yeah, like you said, Bart, like it might make it into the final. It might not. You can't really tell. It kind of really depends on what else is out there, you know? Yeah. I don't know how fine. you can say that there was no twists on the staging though, because the piano was playing itself. Like that shit blew my mind. Like how? <laughs> How was it doing that? <laughs> Wait, is this like CGI? I'm so confused. Is there like a person there in a green suit who's just like playing? <laughs> was she sitting on his lap when she pretended to play? I'm so confused. Guys, don't you know that by now that there is just a wizard in Estonia who does all the staging for all the acts? It's just, that's how it works. Honestly, it seems right. I see that now. Well, I mean, I didn't like that. I guess that's the whole point is that you don't see it, but yeah, makes sense. <laughs> All right. So maybe we can just move on to Latvia. Thank you, Talon. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Estonia. Let's just go to Latvia. Okay. So the winner of Supernova this year was the band Sudden Lights with another song that is just uh, vowels with I. Yeah. Are these with women? Oh, okay. This <laughs> <laughs> Only men for this one. We're taking back March. Oh my god. No, okay. <laughs> let's, let's, let's take a listen to Aya.
So it's really the year of like the male rock band <laughs> this year um, where it's only week three and we've already had three. No, I, so I really like this. Um, again, I think Ireland take note. This is how you like <laughs> do this. I will say the, like, I think it, look, I think it's a good song. I think it's staged really well. They're good performers. Um, I was, I found it pretty compelling. The one thing I will say is that, Latvia just has this thing where like sometimes their entries just feel completely out of place at Eurovision (laughs) where just like, is this for like this, does this belong here? Like I'm thinking like the first thing that comes to mind is um, carousel from a couple years ago where they had that like, like nice little jazzy like number where like, I mean, it's nice. I like it. It's a good song, but like, what is it doing here? (laughs) But I, I, I mean, I love that Latvia marches to the beat of their own drum. And I think it's a decent song. I think it's it's also not something we really ever hear at Eurovision is kind of like really alternative rock style, uh, you know, song that's even kind of like a little bit more low tempo, a little heavier. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting. It's unique. I, <laughs> I don't think it will do well, actually. I think uh, that we'll probably struggle to make it out of the semis, to be honest, because this I just don't know who the voter for this is but it's i enjoy it honestly like this um reminds me of like three danish rock bands that i used to listen to a lot like it's just a very like nordic rock like it sounds like something i would have like heard on the radio when i was younger so i'm here for it because it is like i do really like these kinds of songs um depending on everything else that's coming out. Like, I think that it's a bit generic in that style and that I felt like I had heard it before. So if, you know, all the other entries that we hear this year, are like complete bangers, then I, I probably would forget about this one when it came time to vote. But if not, then yeah, this is something that is like within my style that I would be like interested in. But it doesn't bring anything new to me because it, f- it felt like I'd heard it before, so it felt pretty comfortable. Yeah, I was saying, I feel like it won't be a shock to anyone if anyone listens to this podcast that, like, this isn't really my cup of tea. I mean, like, for me to, like, a song like this, it has to be, like, really, really well done and on point. And I agree with Alex that it did, like, in this case, it just kind of feels a little bit comfortable like a little just a little bit like middle of the road kind of like alternative rock I mean for me I think it's all like it's all part of like the vibe but like just watching it as kind of someone who's not into that music as much it just feels very aloof as a viewer to like watch it like whereas like I think the difference between like for me watching Slovenia and Joker out is like 
you really like it has like those really close shots and those like small like facial moments but like they're surrounded by the crowd so you really feel like in it and on the vibe and on this one it was almost like oh there are those people like singing over there like as I'm walking to the metro and like I may or may not take my airpods out to like give it a listen or not because it's just kind of like there like it's yeah. not like didn't like grab me in a way that I feel like some of like the re- like people who do this really well can grab you and I think that that's just where like again kind of this is like very nice I can appreciate it I know that people would like it but like I don't I don't know if like in a lineup of 17 songs it's gonna like be grabbing people and it'd be as memorable as you would want it to be in a competition like this Mm -hmm, for sure yeah I just like I said I don't really know who's gonna be voting for this um even though it's like perfectly nice perfectly good rock song um you know, there's always those people who watch Eurovision with like their families or whatever, and are like, yeah, finally a rock song or something, you know, not mainstream that I listen to. Even though, I would, yeah, like, but like I'm also kinda, wondering. Yeah. I'm like, if you if you if you listen to this and then you listen to like some of the other, I mean, not Ireland. Ireland would definitely give this one. It's you know, you get the vote here. I guess if they were in the same lineup, like right after each other. But I'm wondering. I don't know. I just felt like the other one we listened to, which was, yeah. I'm already for what country was <laughs> Slovenia. <laughs> Slovenia was really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's inevitable to compare this with Ireland and Slovenia. And I think it's just kind of like right in between the two, right? Where it's not like, I think as good as Slovenia by any means, but it is at least giving us something, which Ireland is not. <laughs> All right, Alex, it's time. <sighs> okay. Are we all ready? I don't know if I'm ready. Everyone get out the schnapps. Let's go. <laughs> the winner of this year's Dansk Melody Grand Prix Dansk. was Dansk Melody Grand Prix was Riley. And he is the first Faroese entry from Denmark ever, oh. if I'm not mistaken. So good for him. Yay. And the song is called Breaking My Heart. So let's take a listen. Just like tattoo is this like the beginnings of post malone what the fuck is going on here (laughs) jesus fucking christ (laughs) come on it's a fucking music competition you're not trying who the fuck is this kid 
I'm going to try to save Alex really briefly from having to keep talking and just say that next year we're Instagram living Alex reacts live to the Denmark song. (laughs) Right when we stop recording, Alex turns to Max and goes, is it really bad? (laughs) Then I just stopped watching him sing and watched Alex on screen go through so many emotions of like despair and I'm like kind of trying to like it. It was really, it was honestly, that should be their Eurovision performance. Like, it had a real emotional depth that I don't know if Riley has at his young age in terms of heartbreak. There was, like, literally nothing compelling about that. Like, even when they were auto-tuning in and out, they, like, fucked up the tempo. Like, he, they, there was sometimes where, like, they, they let it go too far or like, like someone forgot to press the button, and yet he won with that. Like, god damn it! <laughs> I mean, this is like, I'm sorry, is Denmark entering like a Sarah McLachlan commercial? Like, save this this little Faroese child and give him a Eurovision song before because we don't have to want to put him down. I'm like, just put him down. He seems sad. Just, I'm done. I mean, the backup dancers had more charisma than he did. And they were literally trying to dampen down on each other to be like, this isn't our spotlight. This is his moment. I'm like, no, come back, backup dancers. No one wants to look at this Post Malone reject. So my favorite thing about Riley is that, so he's supposedly like this Faroese TikTok star, but (laughs) everyone on TikTok is like, he's an industry plant. There's a whole TikTok conspiracy about how Riley's an industry plant because he has like millions of followers on TikTok or something. And like, you know, some very, some small fraction of that of like monthly listeners on Spotify. And they're like, who follows him? No one cares. So like, and all the comments on his things are in like Korean and it's like, it's very strange. But, you know, even if I were to give Riley the benefit of the doubt and that he's not an industry plant, which... Everything he's doing in this performance and everything about this song does lead me to believe that he is, in fact, an industry plant. Because this song is, like, like already dated, right? Like, they had this, like, like um, twinky sad bop phase, like, in 2018, where they do the thing where they, in the chorus, they just turn all the music off. And then there's this heavily auto-tuned, like thing that happens like this anti-chorus and then they go back into it like that was done 18 million times five years ago by much better artists so i'm reading an article right now and there's a lot of controversy about his win because the public wanted nick lasana and riley won because of the jury but the discrepancy between the two was like Whoa, we are not on the same page. That's what I'm saying. Industry yeah. plant. Yeah. Oh no, no, that to back up what you're saying yeah. is like, yeah. I was going to say too, I mean, I think what annoys me most about it actually is that like, there's a universe where this is done really well with like better production, like better, like, like, even like Riley could like train. I don't know. Just like a more polished performance, like, the auto-tune comes off weird. I could see it, like, being better, like, obviously better recorded with good music production versus live on stage. But just, like, the venue and every, just, like, the execution of it is off. 
in a way that, like, I hope they fix. Because I could see it being passable, but they're, we're not in that universe, like, at this very moment. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm reading this article, and it seems like, yeah, to, to what you were saying, Max, like, the jury, like, everyone thought that Nick Lassana was, like, did a really good job. But this article in, like, the, the main Danish media is saying that the jury went with what they thought could win Eurovision. And they were like, and literally reading the direct translation. We have the right cards in our hand now. Like we just have to play them right because the Eurovision trophy is within reach. And I'm like, Oh, girly. With this? Like girly. No, I would understand if it was like, I don't know, literally any other song, but like with this like dated ass shit, like, how could they possibly think that? <laughs> How could anyone think that? Like, oh, Riley also thinks that he's going to win all of it um, because he believes in magic. Blech. Blech. <laughs> oh Where'd they find this little twink? <laughs> the Faroe Islands, obviously. <laughs> There's a reason why we don't go there. <laughs> I have been to the Faroe Islands. I know. I just meant we as a general. I did not see anything like this when I was there. The Faroe Islands has a lot more to offer. Because it left. The Faroe (laughs) Islands kicked it off the island. It was voted off. They were like, you're 18 with a face tattoo. And like a TikTok with just a bunch of Koreans that love you. I'm so confused. Get off. We don't get it. I could name literally at least two other Faroese artists that I would love to see more than this. Just off the top of my head. But I'll take literally any other person from the Faroe Islands. There's 50,000 of them. One of them, any of them would be better than this. Okay, so just because it seems like people are fairly confident that this is going to like do really well... Any Danish correspondent listening right now, I'm ready to take that bet. Like, I will empty my bank account. I promise you this man will not win Eurovision. It's just like, there's... <laughs> the thing is, like, there's no authenticity to this, right? There's nothing about it It was written by on. chat. <laughs> yeah, again, like, it's written by chat GDP. Like, he... This is Pia Maria all over again. Not real. <laughs> Except Pia Maria was a bop. <laughs> True. But like, yeah, like this isn't like everything about this was entirely manufactured. Like you can just like, I don't know. And it's like all these aesthetics from like truly, you know, five or six years ago. Like it was literally someone at like Atlantic Records who was like, yo, I think this is still cool. And then they just like looked at like, I don't know, Leland in 2018. (laughs) And were like, let's do you. (laughs) That's an insult to Leland. I'm so sorry. But yeah, that's all I have to say about this. I give it three weeks until Alex starts saying that she loves this song and makes us listen to it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> She's going to be singing in the shower tomorrow, probably. All right. Well, <laughs> that's our thoughts on Denmark. Um, we hope you enjoyed that. Uh Oh my god, why? (laughs) All right, well, thank you everyone so much for listening. We'll be back in two more weeks with more songs, uh, and we can't wait to go over the next few. That should be super fun. Uh, Is this even a song? (laughs) 
I think it is objectively a song. Like, that is not really up for debate. Like, it was a song written by a robot, but it is a song. Was it the dancing rope? No. All right, let's not say written by a robot. That gives robots a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you can follow us on Twitter in the meantime at SSC underscore pod. And we will see you in two weeks. Thank you, everyone. Happy Women's History Month, Alex. Yeah, happy International Women's Day. Me and Max's gift to you is a Danish banger. (laughs) (laughs) We should just play the song as we like roll out of the episode. (laughs) No, I never want to hear it again. (laughs) No, we need to end with the little do do do, like the TikToks end. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sponsored by corporatism. (laughs) Bye, everyone.